fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. Um, Tunde Amosun, as usual, we want to get into the Word of God. And you know, we are discussing about God's financial secrets now. We've talked about the first one, if you be willing and obedient. In the last episode, we talked about the storehouse principles, how God wants to command His blessing upon you, your storehouses, and what you sent your hands to. Now, today, let's talk about God's financial dream for you. What, what, is, what, what does God have for you? What, what's God actually wanting you to have what is his dream for you what is his plan what is god looking forward to seeing in your life concerning the area of your provision you know every child that has a father or a parent they would love to have their dream for the kids they want them to live life to the full they want them to be blessed they want them to be increased so is our heavenly father he wants us as his children to live a life that it's beautiful. Like he said in First Timothy 6, verse 17, that uh, he gives us all to enjoy. He, you know, he said we should not be covetous, but he wants us to have <clears throat> everything to enjoy as our Father. So let's talk about God's financial dream for you. What's God looking forward to see in your life? Let's go to chapter 9, the book of Second Corinthians. I'm going to read verse 8. But I'm reading Amplified Bible. Listen to this. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessings. Did you hear that? God is able to make. Wow. God is able to make every favor and earthly blessing. Think about that. Come to you in abundance so that you may always and order all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. Now listen, in brackets, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. I'll take it again. God is able, and God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. God is able to do that so that you may always and under all circumstances, and whatever the need be, self-sufficient. Now I said that means possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Now, I said God is able. This is what God is able to do. He said, you know, make available to you all grace, all manners of grace, which means every favor and earthly blessing. God wanted to come to you in abundance. That's his dream for you. And why, why is he doing that? So that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be. See, those three means, you know, or three conditions. He said, always under all circumstances and whatever the need. Wow. What a fantastic dream for us. God wants you always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient god wants you to be to have enough sufficiency always and at all time and under all circumstances whether economy is good economy is bad economy is thriving economy is harsh whatever type of government whatever 
type of society. And he said, under all circumstances, and he said, and whatever the need be, that means in your own personal life, whatever the need can arise, whether for yourself, for your family, and for your, where you are, so that you may always, and under all circumstances, and whatever the need be, self-sufficient. So God's plan that you become self-sufficient, always, under all circumstances, and whatever the need be. And to be self-sufficient means that you are possessing enough to require no aid or support. Wow! That you don't have to be scrambling, looking for somebody to bail you out. And you want to furnish you in abundance for every good work, so that whatever good you want to do, whatever intention you have to touch somebody's life, whatever donation you want to make available by, because of charity or because of love, you can do that. Always, under all circumstances, and whatever they need be. I mean, that, 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 that's a great dream. Let's shoot for it. Let's go for it. And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always, and under all circumstances, and whatever they need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Now listen, now that verse starts with and, so that's not the beginning of the verse. I would like us to back off a little bit and then we will going to see this. Verse 7 tells us this. Let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. Now listen to this. For God loves, he takes pleasure in, prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prone-to-do-it giver whose heart is in his giving. In other words, God loves a cheerful giver. God takes pleasure in a cheerful, cheerful giver. God will never abandon a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver is somebody who is joyous, prone-to-do-it, and his heart is in his giving. And God said, is able to make all grace abound toward you when you step into that level. Wow. And he said, we should give without reluctance, so, without sorrow, without compulsion. When we look at that verse, verse 7 and verse 8 go together. The giver who is doing it cheerfully without being pushed and being demanded on, when you start giving from your heart and you are generous and you are moving cheerfully, then God can do this. So the atmosphere for God to pour out this kind of grace is the atmosphere of cheerful giving. What does that mean? I think we should explore that more. Because if you don't get this, we will not be able to experience the dream of God. There's one environment where this dream of God will work. He said, and God is able to. And he was talking about, the verse 7 was saying, God loves, for God loves a cheerful giver. And then God is able to make all grace abound toward you. So in cheerful giving atmosphere, that's where God is able to make all grace abound Every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever they need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work. Let's see how to do this. You know, when you read down, it begins to break it down. No, no, the, the word of God begins to break it down. And uh, we, we, let, let's, let's get into that. I want us to use New Living Translation to explore the next set of verses in chapter 8, chapter 9, 7 Corinthians, and see what, how do you move in this divine 
financial dream. God wants you to have His grace, favor, and earthly blessing coming to you in abundance. But how do you how do you operate in it? Let's look at the verse following that verse. That's verse nine. We will read further and see how to do this. How will God do this? Now, verse nine says this: As the Scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good seeds, their good deeds will be remembered forever. You know, that verse 9 was quoting the scriptures, Samaria 12. About the man who scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, and his righteousness will never end. He says, they share freely and give to the poor generously. Their good seeds will be remembered forever. See, that's the atmosphere where you are sharing freely and you are giving generously to the poor. Then your good actions, your good works will be remembered forever. Now look at verse 10. We're looking at how to operate in this gross financial dream. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, you will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Wow. See, if you look at around us, we, we live on agriculture. We live, we eat food that comes from the field of harvest. But we plant the seed, then we reap the harvest. And God said, he gives seed to the farmer to plant. And then he gives us bread from that same farm to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources. Can you imagine if today we stop farming and agriculture on earth, the whole world will starve to death. In the same way, if we stop sowing and giving, we will not have this financial grace available to us. He said, He will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Look at verse 11. Yes, you'll be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. Oh, this is where believers usually fail. You know, today people think about being rich. And when they think of being rich, they think of just being rich and accumulate and have and store and be boastful and be proud that they are now one of the wealthiest men in their village, in their state, in their country or around the world. But this kind of God's financial dream is to provide for the grassroots, is to take care of the poor, is to be generous. Because there's so much need on this planet. And God's looking for where to pour. Just like when you look at the farm, God is multiplying the seed that farmers plant so that people can eat on the earth, not for him to store the seed somewhere. So verse 11 says, chapter 9, 7 Corinthians, yes, you'll be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gift to those who need them, they will thank God. You see that? The moment you begin to get enriched and you're becoming generous, the aim of being enriching the Christian faith is to become generous. And when we now take your gift, and when your gifts are given to others, they will give thanks to God. Now listen to what Bible says next, New Living Translation, chapter 9, verse 12, 7 Corinthians. So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers will be met, and they'll be, they will also joyfully express their thanks to God. So two things happen when you become generous, when God enriches your life. You will meet the needs of the believer. And second, that gift, that sharing will provoke a joyful thanksgiving to God. 
Let's look at verse 13. As a result of this, your ministry of giving, they will give glory to God for generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. So when you start giving out and sharing in this God's financial dream, you are proving that you are actually a follower of Christ and you believe in the good news of Christ. You share for God's so love that I give his only begotten son and you are sharing from there. And then something happens when you start giving. There will be a thanksgiving to God People's need will be met, but something else will happen in verse 14, chapter 9, 2 Corinthians says this, and they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Wow. So when you start giving out to, that will provoke deep affectionate prayer for you. Anybody you minister to materially and bless in that divine financial dream. So Prayers be raised for you and they pray with deep affection for you because you are touching their name, you are touching their lives. So you can see that when God said he's going to pour grace upon you, he wants you to be able to have all that you need always under all circumstances and whatever they need be that you have sufficiency for yourself and to be able to promote others and do good around you. And when you do that, what will happen? It will be like a farm. Where seeds are planted, harvest come. And the harvest is like this. The needs of the believers are met. Second, thanksgiving goes to God. And then they also pray affectionately for you. See, isn't that very interesting? This is a three-part blessing strategy. When you release your give, you're giving, you're giving your seed. When you bless people around you and bless the work of God, three things happen. The need is met. Second, thanksgiving goes to God. And third, prayer goes to God for you. And people pray for you with deep affection because their needs are met through your life. So, isn't this beautiful? Let's read through again. I'm going to read from verse 7 down to the end in the New Translation of chapter 9, the book of 7 Corinthians to see the divine dream for your financial life. Listen to this, verse 7. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need. Then you'll always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scripture say, be cheerfully and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you'll be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And then when we take your gift to those who need them, they will thank God. So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers will be met and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. For your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift. Too wonderful for words. Did you hear that? This is too wonderful. This gift of God. This, this financial dream for us. So let's, let's, let's get up. Reach out to it by starting with this. Begin to release 
begin to be a blessing, become a cheerful giver. That's the atmosphere. And then God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Every favor and earthly blessing will come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever they need be, self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.